Well, hello, and welcome to episode 10 of the Girls in Work podcast. This week, we'll be discussing the perception of failure and why we believe it should be seen as a good thing. I think it's fair to say that we all have a natural fear of failure. Nobody really tells you otherwise. Failure has a lot of negative associations to it and it's viewed as something that's detrimental to success. However, the reality is failure is inevitable and something we will all experience a number of times throughout life. Everybody has failed, even the most successful people. There is no rule book to life and we are all constantly learning and of course we will all make mistakes along the way. We're only human after all. It's just about changing that perspective and seeing it in a positive way and something that builds you just as much as the successful moments. One of my favourite books is about this exact thing and it's called Black Box Thinking, by Matthew Syed and it starts out by telling the story of United Airlines flight 173 and anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge aviation fan anyway but this book just made me love it even more and it's a brilliant brilliant book and also I would totally recommend looking up Matthew Syed on I think he's done a few TED talks and YouTube interviews and all that kind of stuff he's just got a brilliant mindset and he explains it a lot better than I'm probably about to explain it now but basically <laughs> in aviation mistakes aren't stigmatized and each and every one is considered a learning opportunity and in terms of the industries in in business probably got one of the best attitudes to failure than anybody and if you've ever watched air crash investigation which is a guilty pleasure of mine you will know that each aircraft must carry two black boxes one that records all of the onboard electrical systems and another that records the voices in the cockpit and aviation doesn't conceal or hide from failure they record it and want to know exactly what happened and so these black boxes record everything that happens and so every time there's an accident or a near miss or a small error or even all obviously the huge crashes that happen there's a full investigation independent investigators are given full access to the black box to witnesses, to any surviving crew and passengers, to the wreckage and any other evidence there is. And they, their only job is to figure out why. Why did this mistake, why did this failure happen? Was it a human failure or was it mm-hmm. a technical and aircraft failure? And I can't remember if it's in this book or something else I read, but apparently, and what happens a lot in aviation as well, it's not just the big accidents that you see making the news where they investigate into these black boxes and stuff. Sometimes it can be, pilots are encouraged even small issues again mm-hmm. whether it's technical aircraft failure or human error they're encouraged to log it down in the logbook so that any so when the next pilot or the next officer comes in to fly the plane they know exactly what might have happened the time before and when there is these big accidents the investigation report is then made available to everyone not only the airline that it affected but other airlines as well and all airlines have a legal responsibility to then action any recommendations made in these reports to prevent the same accident from happening again and i just think it is the attitude and the mindset towards failure that we need to follow we need to stop thinking of failure as having a really bad stigma around it because if we don't make mistakes and i'm not saying on the scale of a catastrophic aircraft accident but if we don't make mistakes and if we don't experience these quote-unquote failures we're not gonna know how to improve we're not gonna we're not gonna learn and it really is how you learn by making mistakes and having these failures and it's not an easy thing to do and I always think it's not an easy thing to do because of how failure and making mistakes has historically been viewed and obviously I can't speak for everyone I can only speak for myself but I was very much brought up and going through school to think that making mistakes or failing was a bad thing I remember being terrified of putting my hand up in class 
class in case I got an answer wrong because I thought it would just be like the worst thing ever. I was terrified of getting a bad mark on anything at school because I just, I didn't want to, I thought that was me failing. But then actually when I look back, I learned best by making mistakes. And Matthew Syed's book actually really got me thinking about how I can adopt this black box thinking into more of my everyday life and how can I try and change other people's mindsets and how they view failure as well. And so off the back of reading this book, I introduced at work um, a failure tracker. And I remember when I first mentioned it to my boss and introduced it to the team they all thought I'd absolutely lost the plot and I could see on the faces they were like I, I don't know I know um but once I'd explained the concept I think they got it a little bit more and so essentially what it is it's adopting this aviation's mindset of facing your mistakes and your failures head-on and not trying to conceal them and also they're not being a blame culture and I'm very lucky I've worked in a team for a long time where there's never been any blame culture anytime anything does go wrong or there is a mistake we jump in a call and we f- we focus on the how how can we fix it there's never a bad tone to it it's always just okay it's happened it's in the past we can't change it so what actually can we control we can control what we do now and so I wanted to introduce this fellow track and essentially what it is is every time there is a mistake made every time something does go a little bit wrong or a lot wrong somebody puts their hands up and says okay this has happened and then we all get together we write it down and we dig into why it happened was there a system failure that led to it was it human error was it something that we all might need to learn a bit more about was it and actually by going into why the failure has occurred it's actually opened up so many different things we've realized that there are some system flaws or some flaws in the software that we use that we need to fix and make sure that we can put more controls and processes in place. Um, But the idea is to kind of navigate and flip the culture of failure being a bad thing and actually encourage people to put their hand up and say, this has gone wrong, how can we fix it? And really focus on the why and failure and making mistakes is how you learn. Because once you've made that mistake, once you've done something wrong once, you remember that and you won't do it again. Yeah, do you know what, Soph? I think that's such a good example because I think if I walked into the office one day and saw a board up that said team failures, you'd look at that and be like, oh my God, that is terrifying. (laughs) But then... When you, when you think about it, if you're all embracing it as a team and accepting the fact that we're all going to probably make mistakes and, and fail at times, it like you said, it kind of breaks that stigma and makes you feel more comfortable if you do make mistakes and helps you sort of recognise them more as a team so that you can find new ways to approach different problems. Yeah, absolutely. And it's if you very much have that mindset of put your hand up and say, oh shit, this has gone wrong. And you collectively as a team go, okay, how can we fix it? And how can we make sure it doesn't happen again? If you're keeping it to yourself, the only solutions you're going to come up with are your own. But when you've got a team around you you like they're going to come up with ideas and solutions that you would have never thought of and it really does it brings a team together and also like these creative solutions I feel like that's a really like corporate jargony term but (laughs) they do that all these like different creative ideas come out because you're all bouncing off each other and going Mm -hmm. okay but what about if we did this and what about if we did that and like before you know it you've like forgotten that this all started because something went wrong or because somebody made a mistake like it's just about getting together and thinking of ways around it. I also think it's all about owning up to your own mistakes as well. Um, and a couple of years ago, I made a huge mistake. It was a big mistake and a small mistake at the same time. It was a very small mistake that anybody could have made at any point, but it came with huge consequences for the company I was working for. And I was mortified and I was terrified and I cried a lot and I thought this was it. I thought this was the end. <laughs> I couldn't see past what, what was happening because there were, there were consequences at work and obviously I didn't make the mistake on purpose. Don't think anybody ever ever does. If you don't purpose, it's not a mistake, is it? Um, but you can guarantee that I've never made that same mistake again. And it 
always sticks in my head and it's funny because it's something that I do this process where something went wrong I do it every single day and every single day since that moment I triple and quadruple check that process that I do and it wasn't the first mistake I made in my career and it definitely wasn't not the last I've made multiple since but I think it just bears repeating that mistakes are how we learn and how we develop and how we grow exactly but like you said Soph it's absolutely terrifying at the time but looking back at it now you can see that you learn from that mistake and it's just better informed your decisions and I think it's embedded in us to naturally speak more about the successes which is great so whether that's in the workplace or even on your social media profile we only showcase the good stuff and we seem to be afraid to admit when we actually did something wrong and worry so much about what people think of us kind of similar to your example there Soph but by owning these failures you learn from them and then you learn to bounce back and keep going and that's what helps you learn and grow so when I graduated university I was so determined to secure my dream role for a company I'd always wanted to work for. I got through to the second stage interview but wasn't offered the role and I was absolutely gutted at the time for someone that has just come out of university and is ready to embrace the world of work and had gone for my dream role I thought it was I generally thought it was meant to be after being so so close to getting it however I carried on applying for jobs and here I am now having met you through work so I don't know whether that's a good thing or your commiseration prize (laughs) (laughs) setting up girls in work and now recording podcasts who would have seen that coming um but on reflection I learned that often failure still you in a new direction and you have to trust the process and have the courage to keep going anyway. So something I talk about a lot is embracing the discomfort zone and there's a great book written by Farrah Storr which explores this called The Discomfort Zone, How to Get What You Want by Living Fearlessly and I really recommend that. So the idea of this is that we naturally shy away from things outside of our comfort zone. We like routine, we like understanding processes but by being comfortable we're potentially holding ourselves back from growing and embracing new opportunities. It's only by spending time in our discomfort zone that we grow and realise our full potential. So if you think about it, if we only stick to our habits and set routine how can we evolve in our lives and our careers as part of exploring the discomfort zone and trying new things you will probably fail but you just have to learn to accept that so you're better prepared and then as you go through life and new experiences you will get better at bouncing back you will learn to be more resilient and you will keep growing so basically go out there and do something new (laughs) (laughs) no do you know what i love that and it is you have to consciously get over that fear of failure and I did it the other day and I was just before I was going into a workshop and it was a workshop on something that I don't particularly feel comfortable doing and there was a minute where I nearly cancelled it and then in my head I went no you're you want to cancel it because you're not feeling comfortable and once you've done it and once you do something you're not feeling comfortable with you feel so much better after it so I think it's about having that consciousness of okay why do I not want to do this okay it's because I don't feel comfortable why do I not feel comfortable oh it's because I I think I'm going to fail at it or I think I'm going to make myself look silly or whatever those reasons are. And you've got to like almost talk yourself back round. Basically have to become your biggest fan and push yourself to do it. Completely. And again, like you said, Emily, you have to accept that you are going to fail. None of us are going to go through life or a job or career or whatever it is without failing. Mm-hmm. And a really good book, which actually delves more into this, because we all naturally have a fear of failure. Um, so a really good book is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. And that really 
digs into the fact that we all do have this natural fear and how you can once you know about it you again you can just consciously talk yourself back and bring yourself back around to do the thing that you're feeling a little bit scared of yeah so if you think about it when we're in a new situation that's out of our comfort zone so for example you're about to do a big presentation you start to get these these feelings these nerves and it's almost like we're afraid of of having those feelings because you're like oh god i can't do it and you start talking negatively to yourself but it's viewing those nerves as excitement and like that's you you have to kind of embrace that and be like right i'm going to use this energy that i'm feeling in my body to to go out and smash it um and some and it's like you were saying so if you have to like mentally give or kind of give yourself a pep talk to push yourself to do it anyway even though it's terrifying at the time i think the examples people give sometimes it's like when a toddler is learning to walk they fall over so many times and it's so cheesy but they they always get back up and they try again and i think that's what you've got to view failure as it's like when we were launching girls and work and we still do it now and we sit here and we go oh should we send this email because we're sat here thinking what if they say no and it's always just accepting you know what they might say no but they might also say yes and there might be 19 people that say no but one person might say yes and i think it's just reframing your thinking to it's okay if they say no it's totally fine nothing's nothing bad's gonna happen exactly yeah i love that reference to when you're younger as well because you are fearless when you're a child like like you said you you try and walk you fall over you get back up you do the same if you're like learning to ride a bike it's almost like you have to embrace your inner child Yeah, do you know what? It's funny that because I used to do gymnastics, I did gymnastics for years when I was younger. And I think back now, I used to like throw myself over the vault. And now I think about trying to run up to like a wooden box. What the <laughs> hell was I thinking? And obviously now, all I can think about is I'm going to hit my head, I'm going to fall, I'm going to like terribly injure myself. But when I was little, I didn't give a shit about any of that. I was just like, yep, yeah, just throw myself over it and see what happens. Exactly. It's because as you get older, you're more you're more informed about what could possibly go wrong. And you let that overtake all the positives out of it. Very true. Um, Um, that's really funny okay so just to reflect on some of the key points we spoke about on this episode so i think one thing we kept repeating is the fact that everybody fails it is just part of the process so embrace it and have the courage to keep going learn from mistakes allow these mistakes as an opportunity for you to kind of dig deeper into decisions so you can better understand them and come back better it's only in the discomfort zone that we can grow and embrace new opportunities and finally remember that your fear to fail just may keep you from your success well lovely so that is it for another episode of the girls and work podcast thank you so much for listening and if you loved this episode please hit the subscribe button and if you do have the time if you could give us a rating preferably a good one that would be amazing and it would really help us get the word out that we are here and you can head to girlsandwork.com for some more empowering and motivating articles and advice for women in the workplace as always we absolutely love hearing your feedback as well so if you want to get involved or you want to drop us a line or ask us a question you can get in touch at hello at girlsinwork.com so thank you again and we will see you next week for another episode of the girls in work podcast